Hi, welcome to Mimosas with Moms. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And instead of doing a recap this week, we just wanted to kind of shout out to all of our Mimosas with Moms fans. And say thank you. Thank you. Um, This past three, what, it's been three months. Yeah. Yeah, like officially. Yeah. Um, Whoa. Yeah, I know. And it's been like such a whirlwind. We still have no idea what we're doing in this podcasting thing. And we're growing so much faster than <laughs> we thought so we ever much would. Faster. Which we is really thought. sad. We underestimated ourselves. <laughs> we really did. I was telling somebody um, not too long ago kind of that it was like my goal that we would reach 5,000 followers and 5,000 listens by the summer. And we've exceeded that. Already. Three yeah. months in. Yeah. So here we are. We're growing. Um, but, but remember, we're still a hot mess. We're still a hot mess. Um, we're still figuring it well, all out. And just like our motherhood journey, right? Like it doesn't come with a manual. It's different for everybody. There's good and bad days. We still don't know what we're doing as mothers. And we have big kids, not yeah. just little babies. So we have no idea what we're doing there. Um, we're still working on, I guess, like the quality of our podcast. We know some of them have been like, (laughs) but I mean, we're working on sound length. Yeah. Yeah, We're working on overall appearance, Appearance, everything, all of it. So bear with us guys. Thanks for being along on the ride with us. But also like, remember (laughs) Abby and I are never satisfied. So it will always be. Be a, be a work, work in, in progress. progress, but that's like just life in general, right? Like you're never the best version and there's always something to be working towards. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that if you're, I think if you're 100% happy with what you're doing, you're either lying or you need to learn how to reach Well, bigger. I'm just like, you're not growing, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. We are. So, We're always trying to grow. Yeah. Personally, professionally. Yeah. In our marriages with our kids. So we're not planning on slowing down anytime soon. No. So buckle up. Stay with us. It will get better. We'll, maybe we'll get some like catchy jingle at the beginning and some Ooh. fancy logo and we'll get all fancy. We're working on it but all. But honestly, we were kind of like two nobody girls from some small town in the Midwest and we're like, we'll get 10 is, listens. Who's going to listen to this? Yeah. People are listening. We're so appreciative. Keep sharing. Keep rating. Keep reviewing. Viewing. That's the only way we're going to continue to grow um, is with all you guys. And so, yeah, we're just like super thankful that we're building we appreciate this that community of moms. Yeah. yeah. And that we've had so much positive feedback. We've had negative feedback. Yeah. But like that's what helps us grow. Right. So, so thank you to everyone, honestly. Keep, keep all the feedback. Um, yeah. And I think like some of the coolest stuff is that there's people out there that are reaching out that aren't parents. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm learning from this even though I'm not a mom. It's just like super inspiring as yeah. a person in the world. And so it's I been fun that. that people that we know yeah. have kind of come out and we've learned a lot about people that we didn't, we know very well, but we didn't know, I guess, all of their story and have right. come out to us like, hey, I went through this or hey, right. thank you for doing this. This was really hard for me. So I appreciate that it's being talked about, which has been honestly the coolest part for me that I've learned a lot about people I thought I knew really well. And obviously it just kind of teaches you there's always something to learn about someone. Right. And I think, you know, including ourselves. Right. And I think like kind of our mission, though, is like being understood. 
is one of the most like connecting things there is, right? So and being open and honest. So and- yeah, I mean, you know, like there's nothing there. I think that it's so powerful to share your story and your struggles and the daily grind of like what you're going through. Because there's always somebody out there that connect that can't connect with that. Yeah. And just talking. Yeah. I mean, just hearing that, Yeah. hey, whether you're doing this, I'm doing this, whatever, right. everyone's going through right. it. Right. So we are super thankful for you guys. Um, and Cheers to you. Cheers to you guys. So this week we have on Brie Pruitt. Brie is a, an RN and a certified health coach. So welcome, Brie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're so excited. So Brie, tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm a nurse and a certified health coach. And my focus is helping moms get rid of brain fog. Because that is something I experienced um, when I was, when my daughter was younger. She's seven now, but... And yeah. It just made being a mom so much harder to have the food yeah. talk. So yeah. that um, seeing that improve in myself with changes that I was making, I really felt like every mom needs this. So, yeah. 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 Because <laughs> that is a real thing. It's and a after, mom. Oh, yeah. yeah. And especially even now, I'm like, I have so many kids that I'm like, oh my God, I can't keep up. There's too much going on. Yeah. So how do you help moms do this? Um, So the main two things that I focus on working with my clients is helping them heal their gut and then decrease our body's toxic burden. Yeah. Um, Those two things are, they're definitely not the only contributors to brain fog, but they're relatively easy to correct um, and just have a humongous impact on on our brain fog, not really only our brain fog, like working on those things, you'll notice so many other benefits to it. But, but that is how I help moms get through the brain fog. So cool. I didn't even know like this was all correlated and tied together. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think probably a lot of moms like don't think about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of moms, once you have a baby, you just kind of almost expect to be in a funk for a while. It's kind of refreshing to know, like, hey, you don't have to be. Yeah, you can have this baby and function as a normal person totally. like you were before. Yeah, I think that a little bit is always going to be there, especially when we have young kids, because, like, remembering all their things takes up so much room in our brain. Yeah. So kind of having some of that, like, forgetfulness. I mean, that's I think that's kind of normal. But, you know, brain fog doesn't just show up as, like, feeling foggy or forgetfulness. I mean, it can also be insomnia and depression and anxiety and headaches, um, which I had all of those. All of those. I, that's what's going to be my question. Do you feel like you had like an extreme case of it, which led you to, hey, how can I help other people? Yeah. So I didn't even realize what brain fog was. And I don't even remember where I first heard the term, but I remember the first yeah. time that I heard it and I was like, Ugh. That's what I have. That describes it perfectly. I feel like my brain is in fog. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that was actually my like mission in improving my lifestyle was getting rid of the headaches because they were debilitating. And then that, so that was my focus. But then, like I said, I kind of noticed that all the other things were improving too. So then when yeah. I started learning more about about brain fog and how they all go together or can go together and I was just like ah oh, that's it <laughs> yeah 
Is it something that you feel like you have to reach out, not reach out to people, but when they tell you your, their symptoms, you're like, oh, yes, this is exactly what's going on? Or do people come to you like, hey, this is what's going on. I think it's what you're talking about. It's a, it's a mixture because some okay. people still, you know, and the thing, oh, coming from, you know, the Western medicine background, a lot of people are told that brain fog is either normal or it's all in our head. Not yeah. that it's like a real thing and not that there's anything that you can do about it. Um, so then some people come to me and they're like, mm, I, I don't know, it could be. And I'm like, it's yeah. a thing. And then it could, you know, show up like this. And they're like, oh, I think I do. I think that's me. Whereas when people are like, no, I have it. Like, help me. <laughs> yeah. How did you get started? I mean you've determined, okay, this is what's wrong with me. This is how I'm helping myself. But then how do you start a business to help others do that as well? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even know the first place to go to think about starting something like that. Well, so I've been a nurse for almost 10 years and it just was not what I was passionate about. Once I learned, you know, how to naturally help myself heal. Um, So then I went back to school about three years ago to become a certified health coach. And I mean, with that certification, honestly, you can kind of choose what you want to focus on. Like they teach you some of the basics about business and about, um, you know, how what we eat affects our body and all those kinds of things. And so when I first graduated from that, I definitely really had no idea what I was going to do with it. Um, And I started actually by by focusing on helping people decrease the toxins in their home. Um, but then I started kind of reflecting more on my transformation, my, you know, health transformation. And so then that's when I kind of just tied in, you know, still I kept the toxins because I do feel like that's really, really important. That's something that everybody needs, needs. (laughs) Um, so then I tied in healing the gut to help with the brain fog because that was, you know, major for me. So kind of putting it out there on social media of course and um and and locally going to things local so yeah so tell us a little about a little bit about um you're talking about eliminating some of these toxins what does that look like so basically everything in our homes can be toxic yeah (laughs) um so I don't focus on everything because I mean, it's a lot, and it can get overwhelming. So I focus on the things that are are simple, like the types of foods that we're eating and the stuff that we're putting on our body, um, our cleaning products, um, things like that. So, for example, you know, things that we're eating, just eating clean, like eating organic, because um, pesticides and herbicides, one, I mean, we know that they're poison, but they actually also destroy our gut. Yeah. Um, and then eating cleaner meats. A lot of meats have antibiotics in them, and um, it's a really small dose, but they just it builds up over time. Like all these toxins build up over time, and of course we know antibiotics mess up our gut as well. Um, skincare products uh, eliminate. Gosh, there's so many chemicals and toxins in our skincare. I mean, like there could be thousands. Um, depending on what you use in your looks yeah. and in your shampoo and 
so uh, makeup and I mean all the things air freshener. We just recently like switched to the beauty counter yeah. products, yeah. and that's like their whole mission. Yeah. It's like the clean skincare, clean. And we're sold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we both love it. But that was like the first thing that we kind of said about them was like that you can feel how clean they are on your skin. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and they, I think they make it easy because you can get yeah. so many different products. Right. With them, and it's so. all accessible and. I know this sounds bad, but a couple clicks away, yeah. which makes it, <laughs> honestly, that's just the it's world easy. that we live that's in. That's the yeah. world we yeah. live in, and I'm more apt to be more conscious about that kind mm-hmm. of stuff if it's, if it's like easily easy. accessible. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that's just the world we live in, and that's... So do you feel like you kind of do that for people, though, where it's like, okay, this is how we're going to restructure kind of your home? And you kind of said, you know, so it's not so overwhelming, mm-hmm. but like, you know, this is some easy little tweaks that you can do that will have like these big impacts on your life. Yeah, definitely. I, and you know, it's like where people start with eliminating toxins, it's different for everybody because some people, it seems easier for them to, to switch up things that they're eating while going through their skincare products and cleaning products might seem overwhelming or vice versa. For me, I started yeah. with my cleaning products because yeah. thinking about learning how to read labels and switch everything I was eating because I was eating horribly. Um, <laughs> everything I was eating was overwhelming to me. So that's why I started with my cleaning products and then slowly like moved my way through the other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what kind of things do you feel like you were eating that were horrible and creating this brain fog? Because I feel like probably that's where the majority of yeah. people struggle the most, don't you because think? Because quick, yeah, quick and easy is what people we're go going to. through the drive-through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper to not buy the organic. I know. You know? It's cheaper in the short term. And actually, Consumer Reports has this study. Um, it's actually a really nice chart. And they show, yeah. you know apples and then the conventional and organic and the price difference and it's not that much it where we get into a big price difference is the meat yeah but, um I the I think the top worst thing that I was doing with my food was I was eating way too much sugar um yeah, that's I, my problem yeah I have a, I still have a huge sweet tooth but I was eating probably gosh like four to five times the recommended daily amount of sugar. I mean, easily. That's probably what I do. (laughs) But I like feel it in my body too. Like if I don't have that sugar and then you're like, oh my gosh, I need some sugar ASAP. I need my chocolate, you know, where that's that's bad that you're dependent on these things, you know? And I will never, ever, ever tell anybody that they can never have sugar again because right. I think personally that would be horrible. <laughs> right. Um, but we do, most of us need to bring it down quite a bit, especially kids yeah. because, you know, kids are getting like the same amount as adults. So that's yeah. why we see so many sick kids and kids with ADD and depression and yeah. their own gut issues already and, you know, even worse health issues. Um, yeah. And then I was eating a lot of processed foods like breads and pastas and yeah, like you said, you know, the easy things, something I could boil in five minutes or go through a drive through. Um, I was definitely not eating enough clean foods. I was definitely not getting enough fruits or vegetables into my day at that time. So 
And do you feel like it was carrying over into your daughter? Because since you were eating all of these things, obviously she was as well. Yeah. So I actually started making these switches while I was pregnant. Um, so that's, I started with fixing products because I was cleaning. I was about five months pregnant and cleaning my bathroom with just whatever thing that I found on sale at the grocery store. Yeah. And, um, you know, I got really lightheaded and didn't feel well. And that was kind of one of my aha moments. Like, it's not good for me if it's having this effect on me. It's definitely not good for her. And so then I started doing research and got really mad at <laughs> what I was yeah. finding. Um, but yeah, I still didn't eat well when she was younger. And then she was not eating well at all as well. Um and she never really had any health issues, thank God, when she was younger. Yeah. Um, and then, but we've cleaned it up. And along the way, I educate her as well. I mean, she's seven, so she doesn't really get, like, how sick people are and what diseases are and stuff like that. But I feel like someday it's going to click, and the sooner we can start educating our kids about the importance of treating our body yeah. how it should be treated is really, really important. Do you feel like it was hard to get her along the right path of cleaning? Because I'm thinking of my seven-year-old. And we eat very, I mean, I wouldn't say very healthy, but we eat pretty healthy. We cook dinner almost every night. It's mm -hmm. We don't take shortcuts a lot with the kids. Um, mm -hmm. But thinking about, like, I mean, it is an hour-long fight. Eat your broccoli sometimes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can't imagine, like... I know. Him eating as clean too. as we do. Yeah. Was that hard? She, no, I mean, she was younger for sure. I think there are challenging times because, you know, we go to birthday parties and those kinds of things. So it is, you know, while I would love for her to never have any of that junk, like artificial flavor and color and the refined sugar, it's just not going to happen. Um, I think, so I remember a couple of times, you know, my daughter would try to, of course, be like, you know, I'm not eating my broccoli. Okay, well, then you're not eating anything else either. You're going to eat your broccoli before you can move on to something else. Yeah. And then, you know, once she saw that we were firm and we were not budging, I mean, then she ate her broccoli and then kind of learned that, like, don't mess with mom and dad that way. <laughs> I would. Take these steps. <laughs> oh. No, what we do. I'm like, Zachary, no, you yeah. are eating this or you're getting nothing. He's like, okay, I'll have nothing. I'm like, oh, why do you have to be so hard headed sometimes? Right. I know. And I mean, maybe they truly, genuinely don't like broccoli, but there's other, you know, healthy things that maybe they do like. So it's also yeah. experimenting. Yeah. That's I feel like I also, I mean, as much as we push, we don't push it as hard. We're a juice plus family. Mm -hmm. So I feel like. My kids get a lot of their vitamins, nutrition, vegetables, fruit, the whole thing through Juice Plus. Mm -hmm. But it is hard to get them to eat healthy yeah. the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. And we do try, but mom, why is my friend allowed to have a brownie in their lunch and I can't? Mm -hmm. Those things look so good. And I'm like, those things also don't expire for two years. <laughs> so there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. Really. well, that's where I think too a lot of starting to kind of educate them about why or like what um, effects those foods have on us 
Yeah. You know, they don't get like the long term, you know, they don't get right. that what they're eating now is going to affect them when they're 30, 40, 50, and so on years old. Um, but just kind of starting to plant that seed is, is really important. Yeah. So when you work with these moms, do you feel like one of your main goals is to have their whole family change their lifestyle? Or is it like, okay, here's who I'm working with. I need to work on them. And then slowly it'll just carry over into their family. I focus on moms because it, it will, I feel like eventually trickle down around because moms are usually the ones doing the grocery shopping and, you know, cooking the meals and preparing everything. So I do feel like it trickles down, but not only in that way, um, you know, kids watch everything that we do. So, and, and our significant others too, like if our significant others start to see that we're feeling better or we're losing weight or whatever, they're going to be like, what is she doing? And I'm on board. (laughs) Um, So I do feel like it has kind of that ripple effect. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I Mm -hmm. guess in our house, if one of us was doing something, the other was like, hey, I want to do that too. (laughs) Adults and kids included. Uh Exactly. That's pretty cool though. I feel like there's a decent amount of people who maybe need help like this, but aren't willing to get the help or are quick to just brush off like, oh, I'm just having a bad day. I mean, what do you, what do you say to people that, that is their mindset. I feel like that's very true. Or, you know, one thing, especially with brain fog, if you figure like it's just going to go away one day. Like, yeah. We're going to, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm going to wake up and it's going to be a sunny day and I'm yeah. going to feel great. Everything's going to go. Yeah. I feel like that's. Um, I mean, it that's possible, but it's very rare for it to just disappear. Um, I think that another point kind of relating to that is that, you know, moms, we, we just give, 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 like we don't focus on taking care of ourselves first. It's almost like we feel guilty. Um, But then, you know, just think about, I think about myself when I had brain fog and this is, I use myself as an example when I, you know, when moms tell me like, oh, it's just going to go away or I can't focus on myself right now. Um, I was, I was not the mom that I wanted to be. Like when I thought about being a mom before I was even pregnant and while I was pregnant, you know, I thought about being like this happy mom, like always involved or always in the moment with my daughter. And what I found was I would just be so tired and so in the fog all day that I would get into bed at the end of the, you know, at night. And then, of course, I would start replaying things, like, throughout the day. And I would remember, it's like, a sweet moment from my daughter. And I totally missed it because I was in such a fog or, you know, I was just, like I said, so tired. And then, of course, I would feel guilty because then I was missing these amazing moments from my little girl. Um, And then I was so cranky, which is another part of, you know, being tired in the brain fog that I would snap at my daughter and my husband for like no reason. So I was totally just not the mom that I wanted to be um, until I started making these switches and clearing up my brain fog. You know, now I can be present in every moment and 
um, enjoy all the sweet things that she does and says. And I'm not tired all the time. I'm not snapping at them all the time over stupid things that don't even matter. Um, so I do, I think it's important for moms to, to fix this and, um, and focus on themselves because it's just going to make them that better mom. And it just goes so fast. This like motherhood journey, right? I'm like, you know, you blink and Mm -hmm. then they're one and then they're five and then they're 15 and you're just like, it's going so fast. I want it to slow down. And if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not being Mm -hmm. present, you are going to miss it. Yeah. And you know how truly beautiful some of these moments are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've said in previous episodes that, you know, it's not selfish to take care of you. And you cannot pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. You have to take you know, care of yourself. You have to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, it's a great mission. Um, and just like something that people probably don't think about. You know what I mean? When you think about self-care, you're like, oh, I'm going to go get my mani-pedi. <laughs> and I'm going to... Massage. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You're like, oh, You think maybe of the obvious things that society tells maybe you. Maybe yeah. this is yoga self-care. Or drink yeah. more water. But, you know, like you don't think about how just literally everything that you're putting into your body, on your body, around your body, does have like these huge impacts on yourself. Yeah. And, you know... And then, like, yeah, and then it, how it trickles down to your whole family. Yeah, yeah that's really yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah. At the same time, you're also setting a really good example yeah. for your kids. Like, like I said, they're always watching. It's kind of creepy. Like, <laughs> you catch <laughs> yeah. it, you're right. like, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but I feel like it is. It's setting an example for them, and it's setting expectations for them as adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I can do this, so can you, but I also expect more of you. So what else can you do that I didn't do? Yeah. And I feel like that's always our thing with our kids is, well, I did this, but I want you to be able to do this plus. Right. So if you set the example, I was able to do X, (laughs) Y, and Z. So you should be able to. Yeah. Then it's only pushing your kids further. And ultimately I'm always pushing my kids to do more, be more mm-hmm. than I am or ever have been able to be. Yeah. yeah. Which I feel like is good to just set those expectations young. Yeah. It really is. And as far as healthy living goes, you know, um, it's definitely easier to put these healthy living practices into place the younger um, that they are, you know, kind of as, as you were saying with your seven-year-old, as they get older, it's harder to be like, oh, wait, we've even talked about it with our boys we both were young moms and it was kind of like we were just anything that we could do to mm-hmm. check that box off okay you yeah. want chicken nuggets cool you ate today yeah. <laughs> but with our girls we're totally different parents it's been a right. whole different approach right. we've done you know well, baby led like, weaning yeah. where it's like okay our dot all three of our daughters will eat Anything, anything, anything and everything we put in front of them. Mm -hmm. And they, I mean, my daughter's one and her daughters are one and two. Mm -hmm. But with our sons who are seven and eight, unless it is chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, (laughs) broccoli covered with cheese, it's a fight. It is a fight. But it was, it just was like a completely different like way of living where, you know, we were young moms who I guess... Really, yeah, I was the, just trying to check the box well, that I yeah, bathed my child every day, fed my awareness, child. Awareness, you know, you, 
there wasn't that maturity. And then like probably the financial aspect Mm -hmm. and, you know, so, and I kind of see that a lot, you know, kind of going back to you saying um, how like the sugars and the carbs, how bad they are for you and how you see the increase in ADHD, depression. So I'm a therapist for children and Mm -hmm. I see that a lot. And Mm -hmm. I see a lot of my clients kind of come in who are a lot more like lower income, socioeconomic statuses, um, where I feel like, you know, those are kind of their diets as well. And you kind of think if, if you took like the diet and made changes there, how much of this mental health stuff would organically mm-hmm. clear Correct. up? Yeah. Yes. And you wouldn't have to be on these medications and, you know, all these other things that are going on and, you know, but I don't, I don't really know like what you do in those situations. So part of it too is a little bit of a mindset shift, which is yeah. also a little part of what I work with my clients on. Um, yeah. because, you know, I want, I want <clears throat> what my clients achieve, like while they're working with me, I want it to be long-term. It's not, yeah. my program's a three-month program, so it's not like a diet. It's not a three-month diet. Like this is learning yeah. things that you can take with you forever. Um, but if our mindset is not in the right place, then it's going to be right. very hard to do that. So right. as far as the cost, you know, kind of like, you said with the medications, um, you know, we're really it's coming down to really we're eating healthy or we're paying for medication or we're paying True. for some other kind of like hospital bill down the True. road or we're paying with our quality of life. Like how yeah. great is someone's life when they're depressed most of the time or they're anxious most of the time or retired most of the time. We don't yeah. have a good quality of life so. I would rather pay a couple cents more for an organic, an organic apple um, yeah. than, you know, be tired all day or having to go to my doctor and be on medication. Um, and I forgot what I was going to say in addition to that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, you know, it is, it is that mindset shift. Oh, this is what I'm saying. Two, if we really think about how much money we're spending on the junk food, you know, stop putting the money towards that. And then you could easily, a little more easily anyways, afford cleaner food. Do you feel like, so you can go in and you can tell people X, Y, and Z needs to change and this will help you. It's been proven. It will help you. And people could go change their cleaning products, change their foods that they keep in the fridge. But do you feel like the mindset change is the hardest shift? Because in my head, I can say, I'm going to eat clean for a week, and I can buy everything I need, I can meal plan, I can do all of these things. But when my kids go to bed, and it's 9 o'clock, and I'm finally able to sit down, and I can have a glass of wine and eat some chocolate, I'm like, oh, forget that meal plan. I just really need my wine and chocolate right now. So I feel like my mindset shift to don't do this because this is what you know is better, I think that's the that would be the biggest struggle for me personally. Mm-hmm. That's um, probably part of your three-month program yeah. is getting people to kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite. So that is things, like a board. Yeah. One of my Sorry. favorite things is that healthy living is eighty percent nutrition, twenty percent exercise, but a hundred percent mindset. 
Yeah. Because yeah, yeah because I have the exercise part down. <laughs> I I can do I can do that every day. I for the most part have the healthy eating down, but the mindset scale from one to ten, ten being you're there. I'm at like a two. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I'm very, like, I, I'm so conscious of it and I make an effort every day. But yeah. then, like I said, I, my kids are asleep. I finally have a minute to sit down mm-hmm. and it all goes out the window yeah. every well, single time. First, let me say that sometimes wine and chocolate are not bad. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I agree, about, but I, yeah. like, it cannot be an every night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, one of the biggest things I think that is helpful with the mindset is really thinking about your why, like, why do you want to live healthy? Um, you know, for me, it is the headaches and, um, the brain fog and the fatigue, and I don't want any of that again. So it is every choice I make, I want to reflect my why. Um, I also think about and encourage my clients to think about when they're 80 and 90 years old. Um, what do you want your life to look like when you're that old? For me, I want to have energy. I want to be able to take care of myself. I want to remember my family members know who they are. Um, I want to be like a sassy, funky 90 year old. And so I can't do that if I'm sick and the choices I'm making today also reflect that 90 year old vision of myself so I think that having those two things your why and like your vision of yourself when you're 90 really 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 help with each and every choice that we make throughout the day so maybe I just need like a vision board on my fridge that I'm forced (laughs) to look out before I get my wine and chocolate it's like not a bad idea though I need something (laughs) so bad there is some yummy sugar-free chocolate that you could have that then you wouldn't need to worry about it so there you go. Yeah. So maybe I just need to do research too. Maybe there's <laughs> there a lot are of always things I like, need to be yeah, doing. There's always like healthy options for, I guess, like what your thing is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And like the chicken nuggets you guys were talking about, your chicken nuggets. I mean, my daughter has chicken nuggets, but yeah. they're from chickens that are pasture raised and no antibiotics and whatever. And then the breading is gluten free. And so, I mean, there are definitely healthy choices. Um, for all of our, all of our things. <laughs> this is yeah. so horrible, but we did, my husband and I were like, oh, we just won that one. We found cauliflower tots. Oh, yeah. And none of our kids realized they weren't normal tater tots. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, what just happened? Yeah. Like, did <laughs> we really win, make right? it through dinner? And nobody noticed. Yeah. That's funny. None of them did. Yeah. We literally, like, jumped up and down, danced around. It was a total win. <laughs> I know it's so horrible, but I'm like, if we can find more things that, like you said, yeah, they're kids, just they're gonna want chicken nuggets, but yeah. healthier options. Mm-hmm. It is a big deal as parents to be able to find those healthier options that aren't a fight. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's that's where we, that's like my little victory when I can find those types of things. Yeah, your kids are like, why are we having these every night, mom? Yeah. <laughs> because they're healthy and you don't even realize it. Yeah. Like. And even little things like my son loves banana and peanut butter smoothies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, let me shove some spinach in there when he's yeah. not looking. And he doesn't even notice. Oh, yeah. Spinach yeah. is just like a filler in smoothies. It doesn't like have a taste. It doesn't have a taste, yeah. but I know it's that he's getting something out of it. Yeah, it's stuff like that. 
the one thing I do with with my daughter with things like she says she doesn't like but maybe she hasn't even really tried them like spinach is I would do something like that too I would make a smoothie and then afterwards be like guess what oh yeah guess what was in there (laughs) and you didn't even know yeah Yeah. every time we do that with my son he'll be like well actually it wasn't that good and I'm like (laughs) well you actually ate or drank the entire thing (laughs) at 30 seconds flat so it couldn't have been that bad yeah that's right that's solely like the things that you have to go through to make people realize but also like sometimes I have to trick myself too (laughs) yeah which is kind of horrible as an adult that sometimes you have to trick yourself yeah but that's just how it goes I guess (laughs) so I guess kind of to wrap up what would be I guess the one like takeaway that you want moms to know Whether they're moms, whether they have this brain fog, anything, just as a mom, Um, what what would you want to tell another mom? Um, I mean, that you're doing amazing and that it really is possible to be that mom that you always dreamed of. Yeah, I like that. You just have to take care of yourself to be that mom. And I think that's where a lot of moms including myself sometimes struggle yeah I know it is really hard when you're just so consumed in motherhood and like putting those other people first but like you cannot put them first if you're not putting yourself first totally yeah and that was one thing I struggled with was just like I can't like I will never be able to be that mom that I thought I was gonna be and you know that in itself made me pretty bad yeah 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 Well, thank you for coming on and thank you for sharing your story. And I feel like I say this a lot, but teaching me yeah. stuff that I need to work on. <laughs> I feel like well, I, I just feel like, yeah. need to work on X, Y, and Z. Well, and my you know, we're just, just like growing. never well, our never best ending, version of though. ourselves. Yeah, right? it's never ending. Like we you always know. have something. Yeah, one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one thing at a time. Yeah. That's good. That's what I need to remind myself. One thing at a time. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you for having me on. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you so much, Bree, and cheers to you. You can find Bree on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hippie Dippy Mom. And you can find her on her webpage, hippydippymom.com. She also has a free guide for moms to boost their mood and memory on her webpage. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook at Mimosas with Moms, and you can email us at the number two mimosamoms at gmail.com.